Good morning podcast, I'm Chef Ben and this is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And it is Thursday morning, that means it is Brief History Day, and today, I'm actually really excited for this episode because I find it very interesting, today we're looking at a brief history of sliced bread. Dun, dun, dun. It's easy for us to look at a loaf of sliced bread and literally think nothing of it. But it wasn't that long ago that pre-sliced bread didn't exist at all. People have been eating bread for over 30,000 years. And for the vast majority of those years, they had to slice it themselves. It is almost odd to think of sliced bread as an invention because it's so common and so obvious. But someone did have to invent a bread slicer to make it possible. There's a reason that sliced bread is considered the greatest invention. And we've all heard the greatest thing since sliced bread. And again, it's easy for us to take it for granted, but during a brief ban on sliced bread in 1943, which we'll get into in a minute, yes, there was a ban on sliced bread, a housewife sent a letter to the New York Times explaining why sliced bread was so important to her. I'll read it so you get an idea of its value. This is from Wikipedia, um, and it says it's from the New York Times, dated January 26, 1943. I should like to let you know how important sliced bread is to the morale and saneness of a household. My husband and four children are all in a rush during and after breakfast. Without ready sliced bread, I must do the slicing for toast, two slices for each one, that's ten. For the lunches, I must cut by hand at least twenty slices for two sandwiches apiece. And afterward, I make my own toast, twenty-two slices of bread to be cut in a hurry. So you can understand, like, kind of the amount of slicing they had to do and why it was important to have sliced bread all of a sudden. There was a man named Otto Frederick Rauwetter who invented the first bread slicing machine. Otto was born in Davenport, Iowa, to German immigrant parents in 1880. And in 1912, excuse me, he built his first prototype of the loaf-at-a-time bread slicing machine. But it was lost in a fire. And it wasn't until 1928, 16 years later, that Otto had a working slicing machine. Now on July 7th, 1928, the Chillicothe Bread Company in the tiny town of Chillicothe, Missouri, sold their first loaves of sliced bread, sliced with Otto's machine. People didn't really think it was the greatest thing at this point. The loaves were messy and mangled, and the bread went stale much quicker than unsliced bread because the slices weren't held together. The second bread slicer that Otto made was sold to a man named Gustav Papendick in St. Louis. Now Papendick set out to improve on Otto's design and devised a way of keeping the slices together using a cardboard tray. This tiny innovation is what led sliced bread down a path its, down its path to greatness. Now by 1943, sliced bread had become part of the culture of the U.S. People were calling it the greatest thing ever, and the invention had even led to much higher bread consumption in the U.S. over the years since it had been first introduced. That year, in January 1943, the U.S. government put a ban on the sale of sliced bread. The ban was intended to save on the hundreds of tons of steel that was used to make bread slicing machines every year and focus it instead on the war effort. The ban was met with such outrage, like the letter from the housewife we read a minute ago, The ban was met with such outrage that it only lasted two months, after which the War Office rescinded the ban, 
stating that it hadn't saved as much steel or money as they had thought. Now, as difficult as it is to imagine a world without sliced bread, it really has only been around for about 90 years. Think about that. I have a 95-year-old grandmother. Sliced bread didn't exist until she had already started school. That, to me, is, cr is a crazy thought. It also makes me think about what else you know, is kind of around us that we think nothing of, but that you know, only a few generations ago was an incredible invention or something that they wish they had had. I'm going to leave it there for the day. My name is Chef Ben. You're listening to Food in 5. This has been a brief history of sliced bread. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly. And on Instagram, there's a new post almost every day uh, with recipes and uh, cooking tips and all kinds of really cool stuff. So you should really go check that out. Um, you can also follow me on Facebook at Chef Ben Kelly if you are so inclined. Uh, you can like and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're listening on Anchor, you can send me some claps. And for anybody out there who doesn't know what that means, Anchor is the platform on which I record my podcast. And it has a feature where you can literally push a button and it'll send a clap to me. So if you're listening on iTunes or on uh, you know, uh, Google Play, you don't know what I'm talking about, and that's fine. It's really just for the Anchor users. Um, there you go, Mike. I thought I'd explain that for you. Uh, and if you really, 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 really like this podcast, you can go to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Chef Ben Kelly, and you can become a patron of mine, which essentially means that every month you give me money uh, to help me keep doing this. And you can give me as little as $2 a month or as much as $25, uh, or you can just keep listening for free, and that's cool too. Uh, anyway, I hope that you have a great Thursday, and I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. I'll catch you later.